well, it was kind of weird how we met. I, all right, so I was. Shout out the bare knuckles vet, the sweater. Yeah, we literally <laughs> met because of the bare knuckles sweater. Dude, shout out Jacob Keller. I saw um, somebody had like. It might have been Easton or something, I don't know. Somebody followed you that I worked with at Baldwin. Mm. Okay. And um, do you know, I don't even know if I should say her name, but. Uh, you can say names. We'll bleep it if we need to. Do you know Patty? I don't know if I know a Patty. No? Okay. Well, she, I think she follows you. Okay. And I I had seen that somehow. Okay. And I was like looking at your fits and I was like, this guy's like <laughs> probably the most swagged out guy in Kansas Bro, City. Bro, respect. And so I like. I went a little bit further down, and I saw you had the exact same, same. bare knuckle sweater as me, and I was like, no I can't, couldn't even believe like two of them existed Exist in the same in hemisphere. The same, <laughs> yeah, in the same city. So, especially Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. I couldn't believe that there was two of those things in Kansas City. <laughs> so, um, I think at some point I like I DM'd you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just remember you. The first conversation was just like about how. Yo, shit! You got the bare knuckle sweater. Yeah, it's like, yeah, man, you got it. T-. And then I saw, oh shit, you got it too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I did not know two of these existed out within, of my within miles of each other. Out of like my three Instagram posts that I've made in the last <laughs> six years, one of them was in the bare knuckle, bare knuckle sweater. sweater. You got it. I mean, dude, you pay that much for a sweater, you gotta, you have to post the pic in it. Yeah. Like, even you, if you, you don't want to be that show off guy, but like, you still have to. People <laughs> still like tell me that that's like their favorite outfit that i've ever posted dude that's like good any any fit with that sweater like the fits a 10 yeah yeah my fit was not a 10 my fit was like uh <laughs> bro you pull like off a fits. soft seven no nah, we maybe. we met off so me look we met off of john's um but yeah that's that but the, you know the uh the friendship has definitely grown past john's yeah it's a good base though for sure it helps yeah. ground us i mean um <laughs> it's a it's just like I guess it's just like anything. You kind of like become friends with people who are yeah, into yeah. the same stuff as you. And um yeah. I mean, I think that <laughs> I think that me personally I've like developed a lot more past Oh yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Like, like I used to just like constantly constantly like looking through like all of the shit like like all, the, your all for you page stuff. the fucking No, no, no. Insta like just like boys. specific like going through brands like looking at their instagram and their website yeah and like checking out what their stuff was going for like on grail mm. um like watching youtube videos you were, yeah you stuff. were in the world you were in you were john's enthusiast <laughs> i was like almost yeah i was like obsessed with it and it yeah. was like was that like like when did you really start getting into John's? Because I feel like when people are super into John's, is when like they first get into it because everything is so new and there's just so much to learn and like so much to like look for. Yeah. Was that like kind of what happened? Well, it was kind of strange. Like I I was in high school, and um, I was probably like fourteen or fifteen, oh, and shit. I started. Um, found about the supreme <laughs> no i so it was kind of a weird roundabout thing i was like really into like barbering i like thought oh, i wanted what? to be a barber okay. and i like got so i like you know i feel like most kids around here like 
when you're growing up, you just go and you sit in the barber chair and they just like do whatever and you don't really care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When I was like 14, I was like, all right, I'm going to get this haircut. And then I like, <laughs> I like just got super into like hair. Were you doing like, cuts in your high school bathroom? I did a, <laughs> no, not the bathroom. I did a couple of cuts in my basement. Oh shit. Okay. I, I peeled some melons. Damn. Yeah. Respect to that. Some of my buddies still have the scars too. <laughs> I yeah that's a that's a whole nother story. Yeah. I like fucking I fucked up my buddies. You uh, you cancered <laughs> up some of your voice, dude. Oh man, like Lex Luthor, like oh, bald. Shit. I mean, I I gave some really bad haircuts, but okay. anyway, so I was like getting into the hair stuff, and I would I I felt like I'd done the exact same thing with that that I had done with clothes, where I was just immersed in it like Mm -hmm, constantly watching stuff and i realized i was like at a point i'm like there's only so much that you can do with like hair like you cut it yeah (laughs) you cut it one way you leave this long you men's hair yeah yeah like you leave this long you leave that short it's like pretty i mean it's pretty for high for high schooler for the high schooler demographic too they only want like a certain haircut most of them there's not many explorers out there who venture off into wild cuts at that age. <laughs> yeah. I like, well, th- like 2014, I feel like that was the time, like, Fury came out. And, like, mm. and the big thing was to have, like, this, the, the, the Brad Pitt. The Brad Pitt undercut. Mm. And the so, slit in the eyebrow. Yeah, the slit <laughs> in the eyebrow. Um, I never did the slit in the eyebrow, okay. but I definitely copied, like, every single one of Brad Pitt's mm. hairstyles. Dude, I mean, Brad Pitt's goaded. Brad Pitt's goaded. Yeah, I'm a hardcore Brad Pitt dick rider. <laughs> Dude, um, he's, a good, he's a good guy. He throws some fits, bro, too. Brad Pitt in the 90s, bro? Even now, man. He's, like, he's like sneaky up. stylish. Really? Okay. Like, he'll just, like, he'll just, like, throw a, throw a fit, and you're just, like, yeah. I wish I was Brad Pitt even more. <laughs> he's He's got, like... I don't know, dude. He's, he had this, um, he was doing some uh, some sort of like, uh, what am I, what am what I trying he? to say? Like a was fundraiser he doing? or oh, shit, a okay. food drive or something. Okay. He had on this like sick-ass tee with like this blue graphic on it that was like some sort of like, I don't even know. It could have been like a high school basketball team or something, but it was super sick. I think it was vintage. And then he had on these like super baggy, um, these super baggy jeans that were like ripped up and like Oof. painted on. Jeez. And the nineties, um, <laughs> dude. This was like this was like during his press tour, or maybe shortly after Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh shit! Okay, that's this is recent history, dude. I mean, I bet he dresses the same way he did in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know maybe what? Some I'm, variation. I think in the 90s... Bro, 90s was the best, like, I honestly, 90s was the best era, it was the best decade for everything. Art, music, fashion. Yeah. 90s goes insane, man. Yeah. Like, if you think the culture that came out of the 90s, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, I mean, we were, we were kind of talking about this earlier with yeah. number nine. Yeah. But, um... Some archive. Yeah, it's just like, if you corner. were if you were making anything in the 90s, I feel like you kind of get thrown in yeah with like the best of the best you know i mean hysteric glamour there you go yeah hysteric glamour they've just been around cdg in the 90s man yeah uh dude i mean prada in the 90s went crazy a lot of dude fat fashion in the 90s amazing and music yeah i don't even know if um it was really 
fashion. I think it was more so of just people like the style. Culture? People's oh, style yeah. was just people like style. so nonchalant. Like everything just sort of looked weird and I like, think nineties really was like definitely a breakthrough where people were just dressing whatever the fuck they wanted to dress up in. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. That's what I mean. It was like nobody nobody had like any um it didn't seem like trends were really like there were no trends. super <laughs> consumed, you know. It was like yeah. people people just sort of like had the stuff that they liked to wear and that's yeah. like what they would do. I mean, that's kind of like the full circle b- type beat now. I feel like people are kind of dressing the same way these days. Is I just see new trend after new trend after new trend. And it's like people don't give a fuck what they wear these days, which I am full support of. Like that shit's sick. Yeah. So. I mean, um my <clears throat> I feel like my style has just sort of been um even if it d- is not going to look aesthetically like <laughs> the best yeah. it's like if i if i enjoy it and it's mm. like i don't know maybe it's just something you're comfortable in it a little bit weird yeah it's like just do it dude and it, exactly. it's it's fun like it it dude. makes it it makes it fun dude i think that's like the bi- oh yeah so you for everybody that doesn't know you worked at baldwin how long did you work there yep so i did like a six month stint in yep. 2018 and then i did a l- maybe like a little bit more than that in 2019 so Luke is very diverse in this fashion world. How would you say, how would you explain, you know, the current fashion industry at this point in time? 2021 going on 2022. 2021. I mean, like I was telling you earlier, I haven't really been paying attention to much. Yeah. Like I, um, I've, I've sort of, uh, and, and that's sort of been the case, like since we've met, like right. I, ha- I haven't really, I haven't really been super into the whole like fashiony thing um i is it kind of that same beat of like the haircut you just the the uh the exploration just kind of you lost interest no i feel like fashion is just like an endless <laughs> it is like it is. pit it that is. you can, can go just, deep you can go so deep and that's i think that that's part of like the intimidation factor mm. is like i could go on like a several day long binge you just like dig yourself in a hole and spend money you don't need to spend money on <laughs> well just learning about like one brand yeah like you could literally spend like dude it's a week that's why there's fashion schools <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's crazy to think. yeah isn't that intimidating though it's like yeah yeah no i agree it, it's almost like um and that's sort of the whole like archival stuff mm, that's a whole different that's a whole other world i don't know how that those guys do it like i don't know how they find the stuff yeah i don't know how they it's like impressive man look through I mean, and like find this stuff from like the shows and they yeah. like know like the relevance of it i guess that's <laughs> it like archival pieces that they're trying to resell yeah. i guess there's probably a some demand from somebody oh yeah they're always i mean if you think about it, it's kind of the same concept as you know antique shopping um you know vintage cars and shit like that um I mean, e- everything's got its own niche within a niche Mm -hmm. and so i mean that's just it's not super surprising to me that you know people are into that because people are into so many different things these days which is dope you know you know i I want people to like what they like um but yeah it is crazy that you could literally find clothing from like you know 60s to even even way past that and people are like yo that shit's crazy yeah (laughs) and people care about it i don't i don't have like a problem with 
yeah people i just don't understand like for me how i would do all of the like back end work in order to just like know what the piece is you know and then like go out and i don't know snap your fingers and (laughs) hope that it appears somewhere or like go dive into the bins and hope that you find like a number 90 from 99 yeah from a collection spring summer 97 yeah and they know (laughs) like they know what it is history yeah and the name of the collection yeah and and you know like i'm thinking mostly about silver league they have like their brands that they stick with yeah but then every once in a while you'll see um do they throw some crazy like carol ccp um Hassan Chelyon, there's some crazy like designers like that yeah. Yeah. That throw off some crazy like garments that you're like, what the fuck this exists? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the um I don't know. What was the question you asked me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I I just like the state of <laughs> the state of fashion we're in. I mean I think it's on a decent trend upward because, you know, we're def- it's like we were saying, it's way more flexible these days. People, you know, there's men can dress in s- skirts and dresses and, you know, anybody can wear anything these days. Um, yeah. How do you feel about it? Um, and where do you think it's heading is the question. Well, it is kind of wild because, like, things have gotten so much more popular like I remember going to thrift shops in like yeah 20 f- 2015 when I was like first getting into it and uh that's how I would find like all of my like all of my shit was from thrift shops pretty much like savers and <laughs> describe like, your high school style right now cuz like it's always funny talking to people like that cuz we dress so different and it's, sometimes it's cringe sometimes it's you know just funny to look back on so I was like, I, I watched this video that GQ did, oh, and it was about back in high school, back in twenty fifteen. Yep, damn, this, you okay, this, dude? This was a, this was like a. So you were an educate. You were, you were an early Johns enthusiast. I was a savant. Dude. <laughs> I was a. I was you a were ahead gear, of the game, man. Well, I was a gear savant. Well, y'all were wearing Old Navy and Gap. Luke was wearing. I'm getting to that. Car- okay, go go for it. So, for it. <laughs> I, I watched this video, and it was about um. I might have watched this too. St. Laurent's mm. 2016. It was like five pieces that like Jim Moore and uh, Will Welch were going to okay. pick. Yeah, I, of, I have no idea. Keep going. And so <laughs> I like I, I watched that video and I was like, cool. Okay. Why is this jacket $1,200? <laughs> and I was like, it must be this must be like the coolest shit on earth if it's that much oh, money. Oh, that was your. Okay. So I like I looked at the show. Mm hmm. Oh, you actually, wow. And, yeah, I know. this. Was, so this was, like, my first, like, fashion show I'd ever looked at, really. This was, like, so Saint Laurent was your introduction into designer, designer wear? Yeah. Wow. And so I, I looked at that, and then I found, like, cheaper alternatives to, like, copy that aesthetic. So I had, like... <laughs> oh, no. I had, like, some pretty damn good i actually still have them like knockoff like suede mm-hmm. wyatt boots okay um that i pretty much so i got those when i was 16 i think i wore those god probably <laughs> all throughout high school yeah probably like Just two years straight yep. yeah i mean yep. I, I uh I, I wore them probably even past that i probably wore them 
Damn. for like three years, like damn near every day. No joke. You should had to get those resold. I bet. Jesus I did. Christ. Yeah, I got them resold. They were they weren't cheap either. I mean, they were like they were cheaper than the real thing. Yeah, but they right. weren't they weren't like, I mean, they weren't like an ASOS thing that you yeah, could yeah, get yeah, for no, like fifty bucks. I hear you. They were like I think like two seventy five. Okay, maybe. okay. So that was still a lot of bread for like sixteen yeah. year old. Oh no, me. for sure. That was a whole whole week's worth of part time pay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. I, uh, so I had the boots and then I would buy, I'd like go to either like Marshall's or like a thrift shop <laughs> and I'll okay. just get like some like stretchy ass jeans and I would take mm. them to the tailor and oh, I would have shit. them like tape, taper them like all the way to my bone pretty much. So they would be like skinny as fuck. Okay. And I would wear that with the boots. Wow. Um, I still I to this day think that I like put everybody else on to like the short sleeve button up shirts. I was I was living in those things for like, a ca- long time. Like camp tees? Not not camp collars, like l- short sleeve uh-huh. like printed Oxford shirts okay, that like okay. finance people still wear. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um I was on that wave heavy. So it was usually <laughs> like that or like a t-shirt okay. and then um damn, you were I, s- I balled out one year. I I I was like looking at this leather jacket on Baldwin, oh, like this no. biker jacket, and it was eleven hundred dollars. No, not and in high school. Not in high school. I like watched it, and I watched it like literally every day. I'd like log into the school oh, computers, my, and I would like <laughs> I would like look at this shit, this and it, like it, it started dropping. Oh shit! And it dropped. And it kept dropping, uh-huh. and it went down to like three hundred bucks. Oh, and I was shit. just like, I was like, Mom, <laughs> Mom, I will pay you back. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever wanted something this yeah. bad. I'm like, I want this for the next three Christmases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, I just, I need to have. And I, so I, I bought it. Holy shit! And it's <sighs> a big purchase for. Wait, were you like junior year, senior year? <sighs> Sophomore. Oh I was my a sophomore. God. I was sixteen. I was I sixteen when I made both of those purchases. Bro, I did. <laughs> you were beyond me. I still have both of them. That's well. I'm glad. <laughs> both of them are still in like great condition. Like the jacket, obviously, the jacket's gonna outlive me. Oh yeah, you can definitely um, sell that for. You could make your money. That keeps its. Value. I can't. I can't sell. Oh that. no, I understand. I, I understand. can't sell that one because I literally wore it like almost every day to high school. That's and that's so awesome. that's special. That's awesome. It's got it's got Some sentimental sense, yeah. value. So when I hand that down to my kids, I yeah, can be yeah. like, your dad was like trying I, to I look. I spent dummy money on this. Yeah. So I spent dummy money. I spent <laughs> dummy money on this, so you don't have to. I spent a stupid <laughs> amount of your grandma's <laughs> money on this, so you don't have to. <laughs> so you don't have to. You just get grandfathered into my Johns. Awesome. But no, I mean, and, and that was kind of like the the thing is like I knew I was gonna have this shit for a really yeah. long time, and I mean I did like. I probably got more than my money's worth for as much mm. as I wore the oh, boots. Dude, yeah. But that was kind of my style in high school. Okay. It was just like the poor man's like YSL. Um, <laughs> some, yeah. Some like Chelsea, tw- some denim. Yeah. yeah, like circa 2016. Okay. There used to be this company called Hyper Denim. Hyper, nope. Never heard of Hyper Denim. Nope. So it was like, um, it was like. Fear of God was obviously like right. exploding back then. John and Elliott was big back then. Yep. Yeah. John Elliott. Yeah. John Elliott was like a big one. Well, he, I, yeah. John I Elliott introduced the jogger, like made joggers cool. Yeah. And then I went and bought some fake ones from Target. <laughs> well, yeah, because everybody started making joggers after that. Yep. Um, 
Dude, yeah, that's a that's a some pretty high high level style for a sophomore in high school. I ain't gonna lie. I thought I was really doing something. Looking what? back now at some of those fits, I'm just like, well. I look <laughs> like I'm just. That's how I'm, we all think. Though. I'm like a raging like bi curious like <laughs> art student. I don't know, dude. It was just like it was just yeah. like a lot. And it was very. It and you was didn't. Very, you didn't realize that at the time, though. No, you just thought you were dude, the coolest motherfucker. I I thought I was the See, coolest. See, this is the thing. So like, yeah. Back then, especially you know, growing up in Kansas or like, what, what high school did you go to? Uh, Platte County. Platte County. Okay. So like, yeah, we're growing up in these like towns, you know, in the Midwest. You know, nobody dresses like that, right? No. So like, yeah, I'm pre- I'm sure like nobody was really dressed in the way you were, correct? Am I right? Or there's some people. Like at my um, junior year, uh-huh. there was like one guy who like bit my style like hard. <laughs> like, and you were like, like calling him out? Like one day, <laughs> one day he just showed up and he Chelsea's had on like boots, <laughs> like skinny jeans. He had the flannel yeah, around his just waist. stared at him. I was just like, I was like Come on, the bro. Spider-Man meme where you're just yeah. like point, <laughs> pointing at each other. Yeah. But like he, I don't know. I, it was just very, and I mean, at that point, it was probably 2017. Yeah. So this shit had been around for a minute. Okay. So maybe he had just stumbled upon it. But yeah. I know that he saw me, like, <laughs> strutting my shit I know around the halls. I, I, and, like, I know you're the source. I know you're the source for Platte County. Um, but, yeah. no, yeah, I guess back to my point is that, yeah, like, back then, nobody was really, you know, cared about that shit or was, like, dressing. And I think a, a point of that was just, because nobody else was. And I feel like now in these days, everybody out here is dressing. And so more people are like obliged or like, you know, they feel they feel more comfortable with trying new shit. Because I feel back then everybody had the same attire, cargo shorts, um, you know, Abercrombie Hollister tees and like some fucking Roche runs or some shit. Or oh, my Reebok gosh, zigs. dude, I haven't thought about Roche runs in, <laughs> in- Oh right, so gosh. like, there's like, there was like an attire, right? And like, yeah. and no, I fell into that too. Like, I bought Reebok Zigs. I never bought Roche runs because I'm not a Reebok Zigs. I bought Reebok Zigs. Dude, I, I had a, <laughs> I had like five pairs of those. Dude, Holy shit! Right, throwback. Yeah, that was like, that was like all I wore Dude, in I like wore, middle school. Exactly. But I never Whoa. caved into the Roche runs because I, you know, I wasn't a fuck. I wasn't a fucking loser. Yeah. Jokes, jokes. Um, but yeah, everybody had the attire, and so that's why everybody was comfortable with that. But now. I mean, just There's to be no clear, like, Roche runs are, like, just, you know, that's, like, uh, it's, like, what you wear when you want somebody to know that you have no taste <laughs> or that's, class. That's what you wear if you want to get punched in the face. You're just, like, a non-playable <laughs> character. Like, you're not you're a, an You're a living, you're, living NPC You're you you're, Roche runs. You have invited yourself to be an extra in my movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to pay you. And, and... <laughs> Listen to me, like, click my heels as I walk away in my fucking YSL <laughs> exactly. fake stilettos. But not to cut you off. No, anymore. you're good. No, I think that was needed. Oh, but yeah, no, there was, like, an attire, right? But now, like, 2021, there's no attire. You can literally dress however you want to dress, and I think that forces people, and like that lets people, you know, explore more and kind of dress and how they want to dress up, and I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like the big reason why fashion is just so different these days than it was back then. Yeah, there were still you know because obviously you dress different, so obviously you know there were 
some people that were still open to that type of energy and that vibe back then, but I think now it's just way more of the norm. I think that, well, I mean, I think a huge part of that is like sneaker culture is Mm. exploded. Like I remember (sighs) in in high school, um, it was just sort of like, I mean, and maybe my vision is like a little bit skewed of this because it Mm. was so long ago and, and, I don't know, but it was like, um, it was like the most hyped shoes were always like the best ones. And now it's just like everything gets such a ridiculous <laughs> amount of hype that it's like, you don't really know. And also, you know, yeah, it's like having a pair of Jordan ones now is just like, it's not as cool as it was back then. <laughs> no, no, no. I like, I, I got my first pair of Jordans when I was 19, I think. Okay. And, um, I don't know. It was like, that was like a a moment for me. I was like, Mm -hmm. all right, like we made it baby. Like (laughs) I got the, I got the J's. Right. Right. And, um, look them in now. Yeah, dude. I thought I was king shit when when I finally got my first pair of J's. Um, and I wore them all the time, but, um, I, I think that that was, and I think that was sort of just me like buying something for my past self. Mm -hmm. Like I was trying to. Yeah, I scratched that itch from like four years ago. Like, damn, I really wanted this when I was like fifteen. Yeah, I still want it now. Right? Yeah, yeah. But then you get it, and you're like, oh, did I really need that? (laughs) Yeah, no, I never wear them. (laughs) But I mean, that kind of like, I mean, like I said, I'm not really paying attention to what's going on. Like, I see people like throwing fits all the time, and you're right, like. I think GQ sort of like set it in stone when they were like, this is just the era of wild mm-hmm. style. Like yeah, anything yeah. goes. Yep. Just like free for all put on clothes and walk out the door exactly. and like, you know, just claim that as your style. There you go. Um, which I think was, I think is cool. I think there is still like, maybe not for like the civilians out there and like <laughs> the non-playable characters still yeah, wearing yeah, Roche yeah. runs. And yeah. Yeah. Is it Roche or is it Roche? Roche? I, Roche? I couldn't give a fuck, honestly. I I always said Roche runs, but <laughs> maybe I, maybe I don't know. I was twelve, so I, I don't I don't I don't know. Um, I feel like for the for the guys who are really in it, the real heads, mm-hmm. the Johns enthusiasts, yep. the um, virgins who are like really <laughs> into this shit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like um, there is like a uniform ish. I well, mean, yeah, I get what you're saying that, you know, within these different sub, you know, categories of fashion, there's like uniforms that everybody wears. You know, I think you're I think you're definitely right with the point that street like sneaker culture has definitely raised the, the uh, you know, fashion, the fashion industry and has made it more um, accessible to the masses because, uh, you know, everybody's into shoes now and everybody's into sneakers whatever the fuck it is these days. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I think it it stemmed from, you know, sneaker culture. Um and it, I think it's been like that ever since, you know, like the 90s and 80s. I think sneaker culture has been super popular, but I think ever since now with the introduction especially like the late 2010s, like mid 2010s with the introduction of, you know, like raffles and like Kanye West and shit like that, all these NBA players getting their own shoe, I think that just escalated the whole shoe game and then with shoe game just came fashion yeah well i mean um i i think that sneaker culture 
when did you get into style? Yeah, I mean, I same time as you. Like honestly, like it was toward it was around the whole. Um, Ivesy came out of more traditional route, which a lot of people come in is through streetwear. So yeah. you know, Supreme, Stussy, that type of shit. Like I got into Paxon and all that. Type so you were of on that shit for like from the get go. That oh, was yeah. like your yeah. No, your I started from like the baseline. I I entered the seven circles of hell, and then I've arrived at the bottom now. Yeah. So I started at the top. So I definitely like went through all the phases, like every like <laughs> the classic fashion dude went through. So supreme all the way into your you know your more uh less like uh high street and then designer and then the sh- the crappy shit i wear now so yeah crappy shit <laughs> with the je pants i don't hey, think so dude, you don't know you don't know um I, i'm i'm still rocking shit that i got at the sample sale at baldwin <laughs> like three years ago but yeah it's, no, it's just interesting to see how you know how much the culture plays into the uh the current fashion industry now yeah some of it's just so garbage man but like right well that's what it is and it's like i don't know man i i part of me like in those days i remember like i was so into the shit Mm -hmm. but i was also just into clothes in general so i was like i would see somebody just wearing something that they like to wear yeah and i was like that's the coolest shit that you can possibly do Mm. You know, yeah. is just wear something that you like if you put the thought into it and yeah. you're like, all right, this is cool. Yeah, I like this. I'm going to wear it. Yeah. That to me is the coolest shit in the world. And I feel um, like there's less and less of that happening. because yeah. People are like either just don't give a fuck whatsoever or they like get into it and they're like, all right, they're this trying is to the cater uniform. to a certain crowd. Yeah. Like, you know, J's yep. skinny jeans, black tees, like plain tee, trucker hat, mesh shorts, bass yep. pro shop hat. Yep, exactly. Um, you know, Most, yeah. jewels, <laughs> yeah. a slight, <laughs> hearts, <laughs> a slight addiction to uh, over-the-counter drugs. <laughs> that's just Facts. that's what you do when you get into yeah. it. So I feel like there's two there's, sides for it for sure. And of course, there's still people who like don't really care that yeah. still are stylish because they either you know have a lot of money or yeah. they just they just or they stick to the style that just doesn't go out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I, I feel like um, that's sort of, like, dissipating in a sense. I feel like the working class just always bring it, dude. Like, the work, <laughs> the, the people who, like, like, I've, I don't know, the I drive a lot. Class. I drive a lot for work. Yeah. So I'm always in gas stations, and mm-hmm. I see people who, um, you know, are just, like, at, you know, in the middle of their, yeah. middle of their day, like, just going to grab a drink or something, and they're, like, um, you know, just wearing whatever, and yeah. I find a lot of that to be pretty cool. Yeah, man, that classic Americano lifestyle or street style. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This the some Carhartt, some faded jeans, and just some some boots, man. Carhartt is like the biggest brand in the world, though. Dude, it's yeah, it is crazy. Like they're they became like the ho- coolest, hottest brand ever. Like and they're last, still last, yeah. yeah, last um. Well, I think uh, the Detroit jacket, the yeah, zip-up jacket, yep, yep. I mean, that was the uniform last year. Like, everybody oh, wanted, sure. I, like, yeah. a work wear. Oh, dude. Yeah. They wanted I, to I look. even bought one. <laughs> yeah, I bought one, too. I bought one, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A vintage one that cost twice as much exactly, as a new one. Yeah. yeah. Dummy. I mean, we do what we do. Yeah. No, I totally understand about Carhartt. Um, 
And there's a lot of those brands, and I think that's like those type of uniforms. I think I don't think those. I don't know if they will ever go out of style, in my opinion. Yeah. Because I think they just, especially. I mean, relating to America, because like that's like ingrained in the culture. You know, that's the that's what's familiar to everybody's eye, and so like nobody's gonna. Well, at least at this point, because like all the old heads, you know, they'll see that and they won't turn their heads. But you know, I'm sure in like you know twenty. 30 years or so we'll get you know people like us or like the gen z kids though there's going to be a different standard mm-hmm. <laughs> which is scary because i don't know what that standard's going to be yeah i remember having that thought like am i going to be the guy who's like 45 years old and like picking up his kids <laughs> in like skinny ass jeans and like a leather jacket and or am i gonna because a part of me thinks you'd like t- turn a certain age and mm-hmm. you're just like you know, you just shut it off. Yeah. And I have a theory about that that I love, but um, I, w- I was like, am I going to be the guy who's just, like, wearing some, like, dead shit from, like, 20 years ago? <laughs> like, you see somebody who's wearing, like, something Dude, that's, exactly. like, obviously from, like, the 90s yeah. that they've been wearing, like, ever since, and you're just <laughs> like, whoa, shit. Like, not, and not, like, cool stuff, you know, like, normal. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, like, normal. Some Tamagotchi. Tommy Bahama. <laughs> Tommy Bahama. Yeah. Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the, I don't know, like cargo shorts. Like, you know that they've been wearing that shit yeah. for like 15 years. Or even plus like, years. you know, American Eagle, Hollister. Like, if I see somebody on Hollister T, it's like, damn, that boy has not changed since 2006. Yeah. He's like still, <laughs> still rocking the shirt the yeah. mom got him for Christmas. Exactly. Like eight years ago. Which, and, I mean, hey, you know, each to their own. Game. Yeah. Honestly, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't. But I didn't want to be, like, that guy who has, like, the super, like, dated style. Mm. Um, so uh, I think, like, around the time I met you, I was just like, I'm going to develop this uniform that's just, like, super simple, that's never going to look out of place. It's never going to look, yeah, um, like, overdone. It's never going to look, like, anything other than what it is. Nobody's going to second guess you. Yeah. Right. It's going to work for everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I and, hear you. and I've kind of just stuck with that for the most part. And, um, why is that? Why have you, why is that like become like normal for you? I think it's just, um, I, well, I think a big part of it is like comfortability, mm. like just being comfortable, like knowing that I'm not like, I'm not really putting myself out there too much like trying to rock like a crazy mint green ripped up <laughs> super crop like sweatshirt all sweater all the time yeah um it's just uh so is it the environment that has kind of has that played a huge toll or is it it's more personal i feel or is it a mix you know what i think the environment has played a yeah like a big part in it because it's like you know um it it's like who are you trying to impress Mm, that's the big question and it's like i'm not you know fucking like jimmy and larry always say the Mm. boys (laughs) the uh they're they're like uh you know you get dressed for the boys oh yeah no and then for yourself yep and then for uh for the one percent john's like girl yeah (laughs) the one percent john's girl who only exists in japan and new york exactly um yeah so it's like and I've said this before. It's like, I mean, I'm 22. Mm-hmm. I'm single. Yep. I'm like going out, and it's like, 
I think that there's like a uniform that's like a little bit more appealing to women than like just <laughs> you know wearing like some of the some of the shit that I wore that you know it goes back to like it didn't look the best aesthetically but I just yeah. liked wearing it I right. thought it was cool right and I mean I still think it's cool but uh it's sort of just like my goals are more so like um I don't know chasing tail and like trying <laughs> to just be easy and yeah there's not, no uh, easy in the fact that like my outfits are not hard to put together not yeah. the fact that I'm a little slut but <laughs> yeah there's no it's not like high school you know where it's there's a whole like pressure on you to you know stand out and like be a part of something or not be a part of something and I think you know when we're older now you know in the early 20s going on to the mid 20s scary as fuck there's just there's a less pressure of just there's more there's less pressure on impressing people and like trying to be a part of something and just more pressure on surviving mm. <laughs> and so i think that's like where you're at and i think that's where i'm headed to is just that shit just doesn't really it's not a priority these days yeah you know what's a priority is literally our daily lives and fucking getting the bills paid taxes like i'm i'm, the, I'm forever gonna be a john's guy but like I I haven't bought a ton of stuff lately, um, because I do have to save money now. <laughs> yeah. Because of you know real life shit. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's part of life, and you know I'm sure we'll get back into a rhythm of things. Um, and I think that's how a lot of people go through. And I, I think it, it's not just clothes too that people do that with, you know, uh, you know some people lose lose interest in you know hobbies and passions and stuff, which sucks, but. Um, I think that's part of growing up. <laughs> but, I mean, if you lose interest in, like, a passion, was it really even your passion mm. to begin with? Yeah, that's a good question. I think, because I think I'm always going to be into clothes, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I'm always sure. going to have, like, you know, my, um, you always going to have my ear to the floor of, yeah. like, what's what's going on. You um, always have that drive to, you know, be expressive in that with that type of medium like obviously even though i have this like i don't even know if it's like a uniform because it does change <laughs> a little bit it's, yeah it's usually just like a pair of like jeans that are like a little bit on the slimmer side and mm -hmm. then like a pair of boots and then like a plain t-shirt and that's usually that's usually how it goes i mean it's just like yeah. straightforward uh not doing too much you know, you're never going to look out of place. Um, yeah. But I also think that, like, when shit starts to get a little bit colder, I think that <laughs> the pants are going to get a lot bigger. Oh, shit. And I'm going to start rocking some big pants with my overcoats again because <laughs> I got some I got some pretty you got some You got some nice outerwear for this season? Yeah, I think I do. I think I do. <laughs> I, think I, I like I, do. <laughs> I, I look I look at my rack because I, I like made this rack that like hangs yeah, out yeah. in my room. Yeah. And all of my jackets are on there. As any John's enthusiast does. Yeah, so I can just, like, wake up and just <laughs> stare at my clothes, like, all afternoon. Yep. Um, which, you know, that's... Ha that's that's a normal That's normal here, if you're listening. Like, if any John's enthusiast does that, okay? That's not weird. I mean, it was like I was saying earlier. Like, some of this stuff I don't even wear. I just like want to own it, you know? No, yeah, I want to own you. it. And, I like, the bare-knuckles shit, it's like, I'll yeah. just, like, go in, give it a little pat in like <laughs> mid-july like, how are like, you how are you <laughs> like just let him know that i'm still thinking about him and right, like right. wish that it was 20 degrees here so yeah. i could wear that um but yeah i mean 
I think I have a lot of like clutter stuff. And I think a lot of that came came from thrifting because it was mm. like this thing is so cheap. Even if yeah. I buy it and don't wear it a lot, it's like I'll have it for like the one or two times that I do want to wear it. And then you don't care about the closet space it takes up. I do like it. <laughs> it, it pisses me off that I have all this shit that I never Dude, wear. Same, but same. I mean, it's also just like and it's not even really sentimental value. It's just more so like maybe I'll maybe I'll come around the corner and start wearing. The yeah, cool see, stuff that again. to me sounds like a hoarder. <laughs> I be like, dude, I I don't have like uh, maybe I'm a hoarder. No, I'm joking. I just made you realize. Nah, I mean, no, I understand. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. you heard you heard like the you heard those words hit me. And yeah, I was just the realization yeah, was like was audible. Like, yeah, you're about to go home and just like deload all of your stuff. I'm Man's just like, mom, I need help. Man's about to hit the Plato's closet, fucking Facebook marketplace. Yeah, Local I need Goodwill. to sell, dude. Literally, <laughs> all right. If you wear like a size thirty to like thirty-two jean, <laughs> and you want some banging ass vintage Levi's, oh, and I got a pair of hit, Wranglers too. Hit, hit your boy up. Hit your boy. If you're up. a cowboy and you like rip the shreds jeans that yep. are older than you are damn bang my line and i will <laughs> i will hook it up for a very good price he'll get you he'll hit johnson from a johnson enthusiast to a john's enthusiast he'll yeah get you with the discount yep the discount code mm-hmm. you have to um <laughs> i don't know I'll, I'll come up with some silly thing that you'll yeah, have to yeah, do. Yeah. i mean probably just shoot me a dm and be nice to me and i'll probably or just, just post the fit pic and tag the boy <laughs> yeah, and then follow me so you can see my you know twice yearly posts on yeah. Instagram. There's but one yeah. coming up in like three months. Oh, dude, I have I'm to hyped. start planning that. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, why? Yeah, you've been off social media. Yeah. Or you've been laying low. Um, what's the big uh, mentality behind that? I mean, you know, I was I was talking about this with my buddy the other night, and it's really nothing that's like new or hasn't been yeah said. no it's just like yeah, yeah it's just like a fictitious thing yeah and it messes with you a lot of sometimes it makes me really upset yeah to yep. like see people who are like going through all these lengths to basically like make themselves look cool i think it's all yep. like to make yourself look cool yep. and it's like i don't know i don't um that's the majority of what it is these days. But see, a big thing with that is it, it it's on who you follow, too. Because I see a lot of the reason why people feel like that is because they're following way too many celebrities and way too many people who, you know, that's all they do. You know, when I think once you start, and I've said this before, is once you start following artists and, like, people who, you know, are actually there as, like, inspirations and stuff, then social media turns into more of, you know, an open journal and... Lo- it's more of, you know, uh, it becomes a mood board, and in that way it becomes actually a very powerful tool. But in other cases, and I've experienced this as well, is it can be, you know, just looking through people's little fake stories and all this, sh- appre- like, s- self-entitled, impressionist, you know, um, shit, it's, it fucks with your head. Yeah. I mean, and it's not even really, like, I follow probably, like, closing on like 2,000 people mm-hmm. and most of those are just like clothing brands you know whatever it is it's a big variety yeah. of stuff and it's like I can I could probably name you like the the couple of people that I follow that when they post something it's just like this is this is just like lunacy that you're even like <laughs> doing this like why yeah. do you care and it's like 
they're given an incentive to care because other people care. Mm. And so I just felt like, I, I don't know. I mean, none of this is like groundbreaking shit, but no, I was yeah. like, it, it, it did. It just made me really upset. Yeah. And I needed to just, I knew I needed to just tune mm-hmm. out for a little bit from like nah, it's healthy. all of it. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like, that's kind of where the reading is, is taking yeah, its man. root is just like, I don't know. I need something to pass the time, and um, you, I mean, you still need to di- digest content because that's like ingrained in our heads. It's like we need, we seek information, and I think books is a great alternative. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, and I don't think it should be an alternative. I think it should be a normal thing that people do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it's just, um, I think it's like not even intentional the amount yeah. of time that people like spend on social media like they're not even trying to yeah you know it's spend no- all that time it's just like more. you just get sucked into the void and then it's like you're just then next thing you know it's like two hours have passed or at least that's how it was for me it was like yeah man i get sucked in the void and then it's like uh um you know you you just lose so much time and for me i always came out of that feeling like and I feel like the, there's not enough payback in that either. No. With the time you spend. Because I don't like, I don't post on Inst. I mean, I just made my second post of the year <laughs> a few months ago. So, I mean, I don't, it's not like I'm I'm turning out any amount of content. I, I mean, I repost stuff on my story. And even that, I was like, no, I, I feel like nobody even looks at that to begin with. Because it's like yeah. everybody does that where yeah. they'll just like repost something that somebody else put on their story and like maybe you look at it maybe you don't yeah um and so i was like this just seems pointless to me um but i read this interview that mr porter did Mm. with uh mads mickelson okay the actor yeah and um the way that they described him when they met was just like I don't know. It was like a crazy well-written article, but they just made him sound like so cool. And he's just sitting there reading. <laughs> okay. And I was like, all right, so I'm going to save, I'm going to save face by not trying to be cool and post on sh- social media and be perceived as cool by like sitting and reading. So huh. I guess it's all, you just end up trying to make yourself look cool however you can even if it's not under the watchful eyes of instagram <laughs> i don't know man i mean it's um i'm still like trying to understand like why it is that uh we do the shit we do we do the shit that we do i mean but honestly like i come out of reading a couple pages i just feel like my head's screwed on straight and like yeah, i'm man. calm um it makes me like my brain's like finally working, <laughs> you know, it's like I just read some words and I understood it and I didn't, I enjoyed it. And, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's yeah, been great. No, yeah. I love reading and I wish, I mean, I love stories. Like everybody knows this, like stories, narratives is like literally that's what I leave and breathe. And like, that's why I love, uh, the projects that I do. And like, that's why I start so much, so much shit is just all based off stories. And I wish I did read more it's just you know time and stuff but i think a big thing with that type of you know it, that content as cheesy as cheesy as it sounds it's it's physical you're right it's not like on your phone or on your laptop or some shit um and a big thing too is that i think it's that content is just so it's concise and it's 
it's cohesive. It's not sporadic. It's not like all over the place. You know, it's like social media or, you know, anything on your phone is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's 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 one thing. It's one thing. And then you walk out and then that's that's all you get. Yeah. You 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 know, you put in the effort and then you receive something back. And then that's that mm-hmm. It's a transaction where yep. in social media is you can put so much time and effort into that. Like if if you're trying to, you know, I don't know if you're trying to be an influencer, if you're trying to impress people and then boom, nobody you can walk out of there. Nobody gives a shit. And then, you know, it fucks with your head. And then, yeah. It's yeah. it's trippy, man. It's trippy. Yeah. It um Yeah. I mean, I I think we could sit here and like oh, yeah. be, beat you, the you, dead horse that like social media is fake and yeah. like it's not really But it does I mean, have its there's some benefits to it. Oh sure. yeah. No, like the best fits of all time <laughs> are on Instagram. And you know, like there it's like the one-stop shop for like everything. You can look at yeah. anything on there except porn. <laughs> which is unfortunate but you can like you can you know Free scroll the nip. through like art you can yeah, get man. like architecture like any sort you of can, interior yeah, design you can learn stuff about that I'm so, into. and you can be exposed and learn about so much different things um and that's awesome i think that's why like i think it's a big especially for me and i think for you too is that we uh we grew up during this whole like internet age and you know the rise of social media and you know the rise of the, and i always say this in like <laughs> job interviews and stuff it's like we were shaped by the internet because you know we're both dudes from the midwest and you know there's no way in hell like if we grew up in the 60s or 70s that we would be exposed to the shit that we've seen you know in our 20 years plus of living because like we were able to see shit from japan we were able to see shit from europe and asia and all over the world just from our fucking phone and living room yeah. So, like, there's power to it for sure, but, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, how would we even know about, like, any of this shit going on if we didn't, if we weren't, exactly. like, tapped into it? <laughs> exactly. You know? Um, So, I mean, I mean, it's, I guess it's, when you put it like that, it's kind of hard to, like, quantify the amount of, like, impact that it's <laughs> had on us, you know? Yeah, it's, it's just weird to think, you know, in 20, 30 years how the, how it's all going to shape out. Because I feel like there's been a lot of progression within just the past decade. From 2010 to 2020. Instagram changed bro, everything. Facebook, dude. yeah, no, it's it's wild. I think Instagram is like, yeah. I think Instagram is like. You think it's here to stay? Oh, I don't think Instagram's going anywhere. Because, <laughs> like, anytime they invent a new social media, they just add it in as, like, a feature onto Instagram. Like, they, <laughs> they like. Stories. Implemented Snapchat yeah. into Instagram. They implemented TikTok into Instagram. Yeah, man. I mean, even even though it's, like, not as good, it's, like, yeah. you, that could still be your, your one social media one and you'd be okay. Shop. I really do think in, like, 10, 20 years, it's, it's all just going to become a one-stop shop. And we're not going to have a bunch of different apps. I think it's, there's going to be one home and one just, like, Lord, Overlord. I don't know if it's going to be Twitter. I don't know if it's going to be Insta. I Fuck don't know. Twitter. <laughs> really? Dude, I know. <laughs> I ruined Twitter for myself when I was a young man because I, like, got it. And then Are I you, like, followed, beefing like, with some beefing with some people? No. I, prob- I probably sent out, like, maybe 12 tweets. And I think they are okay. all about The Walking Dead. <laughs> I was a huge Walking Dead. I've watched that show since episode one in 2010. Damn. They're still making it, aren't they? Yep. That's, Season 11 sucks. That's, I've, when you make it that long, it, you should stop. So I, I watched uh, 
And I mean, every Sunday, I kept up with that show for probably yeah. eight years. Every Sunday, I would wow. sit down and I would watch whatever you with the like, commercials, which nowadays with streaming services, you don't even know. It's like, dude, commercials you're a psychopath are, if you watch commercials. Commercials are fucking torture. <laughs> like, it is so. Dude. I, See, that's maybe, what I'm saying. From 2010 to like 2010, commercials were totally normal and like you were okay to sit through. Now, you nobody sits through commercials. No, and if you do, you're I a have, psychopath. I have no patience for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, it's everything's so snappy now. <laughs> but no, like I watched that show every Sunday when it premiered mm. for eight years, and then I stopped watching after season eight. When Glenn died. When <laughs> that was the season that Glenn. No, no, no. That was the season after Glenn. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um. Spoiler. Yeah, huge spoiler alert. Well, didn't everybody well, should have watched it when? I yeah, I mean, it's I been out for yeah, like okay. fucking okay. seven years Continue. at this point. <laughs> You're lost. Yeah, 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 weren't tuned in. <laughs> but uh, so I watched it for like forever, and then I dropped off of it. And then recently, I was like, all right, I'm gonna check out what's going on with Rick and the gang, and uh, <laughs> see how they're like, see how the fam's doing. <laughs> yeah, see who's died, who's died, who's new, who's alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I watched season nine and ten, and I thought that they were really, really good. Like they had gotten okay. back on track, and they were like of what the core of that show was. Yeah, yeah, not even well, like. I felt like they'd gotten to the core, yeah. but they had developed stuff because it had been so long right. since they made the show. They'd like added enough new stuff in. Mm. Um, and then there is a there is a shocker at like the end of season nine that's okay. like so like shocking and abrupt that you're just like I was like, All right, it's back, baby. Wow. I'm like, so this you're is back the into show. The hype. I'm like, this is the show that I like that like anybody could die at any time. Okay. It wasn't a big deal of like, okay. you know, two or three people that you like had spent years like, you know, yeah. drooling over, loving and yeah. like enjoying their story. Uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, their story. Like it was no big deal for them to get like capped in like an episode. Mm. And then it got really <laughs> safe. They would like introduce a new character right. and they'd try and make you care about them. Yeah. And they kill them halfway through the season. You're and like, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, and that's what drove me crazy. Because it was so easy to there see. There was a recipe, yeah. There was a recipe, and it was like you could see it coming from a mile away. Yeah. Season 9, I think. Changed the game? Changed changed it for the best, and then Maybe season 10 was a good, like, one-two punch to season 9. Like, wow. it was a good follow-up. Okay. Season 11 sucks so far. <laughs> I'm like From a Walking Dead enthusiast, it sucks. Dude, literally day one. Day, day one. I was day sick out. with the flu. Yeah. In, like, whatever grade you're in when you're 10 years old. And I was, like, chilling in bed, and I watched, like, the second episode mm -hmm. of The Walking Dead. Yeah. And then I caught, like, the third episode as it premiered and, and went back just... and watched the first. And from then on, baby, it was wow. just, that was my show for a long time. I'm sure, you know, that especially watching at an early age, like, you have, like, a childhood attachment to it. So I'm sure that's, I'm sure there's that type of, you know, love for it, too. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I know it's a good show. I'm not hating or anything, but I'm sure you know that that childhood, you know, it got pretty bad. Yeah, it got it got very <laughs> as most depressing. shows. Like as a fan, as a day one stand, <laughs> as a Rick Grimes dick writer, Rick Grimes I was like, I was, this I was going down very frustrated yeah. whenever it started. I mean, that's with any stale. show that goes on for that long. I mean, Game of Thrones, fucking. Uh, I just think I'm I'm rewatching Game of Thrones okay, right now. Okay. It's amazing the second time through. I mean, I probably watched all of it, like, yeah. maybe, I don't know. 
I feel like I've seen it more times than oh, I have. I've, yeah. But um uh what was I gonna say? Game of Thrones, I just think that show was so vast they didn't have it like they needed like three or four well, more. Well the world was just so large. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I love about it. Yeah. You know, like you watch the intro and the intro is actually important because it lays out like the <laughs> geography right, of it. Right, right. And you can kind of see the scale of what they're working with. Yeah, it's ins- it, it was insane. It was a big endeavor. Um, Great show. The yeah, ending was no, not sh- satisfying. Yeah, no, everybody says that, yeah, and I agree. Um, yeah. You know who got real fired up when I started talking about Game of Thrones? Who? Cam. Really? Yeah. Why? He he's a huge Game of Thrones uh, fan. Well, and he was very he had a lot of really oh, legitimate bro, you, you bring up you, <laughs> issues you, with the finale. You bring up GOT, bro, to any like big Game of Thrones head, they they'll go on and on about like their opinions on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I think that's with anybody with any like show. I feel like people like they'll bring attachment attachments to a show, but you got to watch this. Even movies too, like, oh my god, you got to watch this, you got to watch this. Um or you, you got to listen to this. You got to look at this, you know? Yeah. And I think that's – if something, like, really connects with you, I think you grow an attachment, and it it's, like – it had that impression on you, and I feel like there's a big urge for you to, like – because every time – I feel like this is a huge thing. It's, like, every time you see something cool or, like, you know, as if something really hits you, you, you immediately want to share it with someone. Yeah. And I think that's because, like, it – it made a huge impression on you, and I feel like there's, like, this overlaying um, urge to try to see if it makes the same impression on somebody else or if, you know, I don't know. It's a weird thing. Yeah. I don't know why. It's a, it's a very psychological question. I think, for me, it's just, like, I Cause enjoyed this. Because I do this. it all the time. Yeah. It's, like, I enjoyed this. So, I mean, you know, like, I'll, I'll put – my buddy Malachi on like right. everything that I'm into right. and just like see how much he's into it. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. I mean, it's just sort of interesting to see people's opinions on yeah. uh, like the shit that you really like, except when it comes to fashion yeah, stuff. Cause your boys just like <laughs> shit on me. I like, wonder for, like, if we're, everything. when we go to the root of it, is it if we're sharing it for ourselves or if we're actually, if the attention is actually to wanting them to enjoy it. Do so you think maybe that there's like, I mean, I, f- I just feel like people sure, are selfish. <laughs> for sure that there's people out there that are like, I'm going to I'm going to share this with you because it'll make me look cool and intriguing. Mm, yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I think there's a little bit of both. Like, no, I yeah, like, I totally agree. I like showing people stuff that I think that they will like mm-hmm. um, that I also like. Yeah. And then. um I think there's also stuff like, I think social media was a big one of this. Like I, I share stuff so that people think it's like, oh wow, <laughs> this guy's like in oh, art and wow. he's like, you know, I've never heard music. of this band. Well, this guy must be so cool. Yeah. Well, this guy <laughs> listens to uh, John Mayer. <laughs> oh my God, he listens to Ed Sheeran. Who is that? Yeah, I'm like, let me put you on. Let and me put then you I'd on. Play your body as a wander as a wonderland. <laughs> Let me put you on to this band you've never heard of, the Beatles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, I think that has played a role, but it's just interesting to see how much, you know, how much impressionism is, like, so ingrained in our culture these days. Yeah. I mean, everybody's everybody has a voice now. Like, you can yeah, put that's it the out thing, on Instagram, man. and, like, somebody's going to see it. 
I think um, that's what's fucked the world up, but also, you know, made the world better is just <laughs> everybody's got their own opinion, as everybody should. But, you know, back in, you know, the 70s and 60s, you know, a lot of people, you know, didn't necessarily have a platform to speak their shit. And I feel now that everybody does. I think some people abuse it. Yeah, I definitely let it let it get to me on like the last election, man. I was just like on fire. Oh, I mean, the, the whole world the whole and just world. so angry. The whole world was on and on about that stuff. Yeah, that was just a very infuriating time to be alive. But um, I, I don't. How know do you what feel else? about like people having their own platform? I mean, it, obviously, I think it's a good thing too. But I mean, I'm sure you feel that there's some I think here's what I'll say I think that there's like certain topics now that like you're expected to have opinion an mm. opinion on and like people don't understand like it's okay to be like I don't really know a whole lot about that I can't really like come yeah. up with an informed opinion about that how do you feel about because I totally agree that you know it's okay uh, you know that it's okay to answer with you know I'm not informed but there's a lot of people out there who are like, well, you should be informed of this. How do you feel about that? <laughs> well, do you feel like there there are certain things that people are like, you need to be informed of this, otherwise you're not a human being, you don't care about humans? I mean, I think that's a... Uh, because there's no. some people who have that outlook. I, I Yeah, I'm sure that there's a lot of people who um, think that like, it kind of goes back to like are you sharing this because mm -hmm. it's like something that you like really care about or right. is it something that you know you just feel pressured to share so that right. you'll be like in good standing with the people mm -hmm. around you and so it's like yeah i mean there is some stuff that like you should know about like common sense stuff but i i think like the news and stuff and what's going on in the news like i have no idea i don't i don't tune into the news <laughs> and the reason is is like that stuff like it just stresses me out yeah. it makes me upset and it, it's like really puts a damper on my mood so it's like if if it does that for me if it makes me feel bad mm -hmm. to like look in and be informed yeah then like why would i why would yeah. i do that to myself no, you know? I, I hear you man and I think that's what a lot of people, it's it's tough for people to see that side. And I think that's why there's, the whole world is fucked. <laughs> Sorry to say, but I mean, that's just, yeah, there's just so much expectation. And then there's, there's I feel like the, the world right now, it's a lot of people in one room talking. And it's like, yeah, there's a lot of people just talking in one room, not getting anything done. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're talking and just not looking at each other. Yeah. Um, they're just shouting and then nobody's paying attention. <laughs> but, oh yeah. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's a whole thing we dive into and I, I mean, that's just the state of the world. Hopefully maybe in 10, 20 years it shit turns around and you know, I don't know, maybe world peace gets closer. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But at the state of right now, it's, uh, it's a little fucked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel a lot more hopeful about stuff. Yeah. Like not being on social media. Yeah. But mostly it's just because I, I feel like being on Instagram just sort of made me, like, so out of tune with, like, real life mm. that I'm, like... See, that's weird that you get that feeling. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> not it's, like, being on there. what can you 
trust on there. Like everything mm. is like edited and filtered and nothing is like as it is in real life. Yeah. I mean, even what people say and like the opinions that they have are like, you know, tailored, maybe, Toddy maybe Jesus. they really think that, or maybe they're just trying to save face. Um, yeah. So I don't know, man. I was, uh, when I was like really big into running, mm-hmm. I would go to this park and, um, if I, like, when I would see kids, like, out with their parents, like, riding their bikes and flying kites or doing whatever, that mm-hmm. gave me hope for the world. Yeah. I think, Dude, and I still hold that opinion that as long <laughs> as kids ride bikes, that there's still hope for I humanity. agree with that. I agree with that. No, That's just, like, a wholesome Oh, yeah, dude, every time I see, like, thing. just kids just running around, like, the neighborhood or, like, this sounds creepy, it's not, okay? <laughs> no, I no. mean, children <laughs> exist, and exactly. you see them doing yeah. stuff. When I see, yeah. like, kids playing, you know, out and about, like, it just brings me back to, like, when I used to do that shit and not give a fuck. And it's just good to know that there's, like, people still thinking like that. Because I wish, I mean, that just sounds like an old person talking now, but, like, I wish I still thought like that, you know? And obviously, yeah. you know, we're for we we kind of can't do that because we have to worry about other shit. But you know, it's that constant, you know, the free state of mind where you just like the only thing you worry about is what you were having for dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And like, yeah, and they're like, where are your friends hide it or whatever. Like, dude, that shit's like that shit's powerful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, yeah. So like that that gives me hope. Like seeing yeah. people do stuff that's just like, you know genuine and um i don't know just um yeah i i I will i will say i'm a lot less like doom and gloom than when i'm on like social media and it's like you think that the world is on fire (laughs) by like the way that some people talk on there yeah and that that ties back to you know you you know not liking the watching the news because it brings you down and like social media does that too and i think that's why important it's important to you know, go on hikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or just do shit out, hikes you know, outside of this world. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that's like, um, yeah. Social media is bad <laughs> and good. That's the, that's I the think whole the whole moral of the story is yeah. be aware of how stuff affects you. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, man. That's that's really it. Yeah. Not like I know any of this. Oh, it's shit. A, yeah, it's we're not. Like, no, no, we're not experts at all. Yeah, I mean, we're literally just from the inside. Just a couple of Johns enthusiasts. Yeah, we're just a couple of Johns. We're literally just wandering the yeah, earth. We're little spies in this world. Yeah, that we're trying to, you know, trying to figure shit out. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Cyrus. Yeah, yeah. His girlfriend's name was Kate. Kate Caitlin. Yeah. Caitlin. When uh when you guys did your your episode, she said she was a lost soul just wandering there, <laughs> and that stuck with me. Really? Yeah. I think I mean I th- in this age right now, cause oh, um, you're gonna move soon. I'm gonna move soon. I think we're both very much. I don't think that's how everybody feels in their early twenties. You know, it's you gotta feed. You gotta learn that it's not about um trying to find your feet. It's just about you know learning to understand that you're not going to find your feet <laughs> just kind of living with that yeah and that's the whole thing that's just part of you know this the whole the, the whole 20s age of your life yeah just like how do you feel right now you know because you know we'll probably listen to this in like 10 15 years 
You're right now. You're what? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. How uh, how's how's Luke's head right now? <laughs> um, how's the mental game? How is like your impression on the future and like where you are right now at this place in time? Because hmm. that's like the most important question is of how you feel right now. Right. Not how now. you're gonna feel in ten years. Well, I mean, twenty-one to twenty-two <laughs> was really rough on me. Like mentally, yeah. The w- yeah, yeah, I would say like, um, and even up until like the last couple months, my mind state has just been dog shit. Like, mm. I've just uh, been like in and out of like really depressive states, and like not really, not really sure why, but like still kind of like sure why, and like just feeling unable to like move past some things that happened to me. Um, and so it's been, it's been rough. I think it's, it's like on the up and up now. And I think that that's why I'm sort of getting into a better groove, getting into a better groove and trying to like, you know, do stuff that's actually like cohesive with moving forward. Was there just a lot of, I know you're talking about, you know, things from the past, but there's a lot of pressure from the uncertainty of the future too. Was that a big part? Cause I know that's a big part of growing up. Or was um, it really just more like in real at this moment shit that was hitting the fan? Or was there, you know, outlaying factors of the future that were kind of hitting the fan too? I mean, really to like get down to like brass tacks, mm-hmm. it was just like one really bad breakup that was like uh just sort of like catapulted me into like the shittiest like mental space I've been in you know, mm. forever. And, um, that was like, I mean, I just spent, it It was also like sort of, um, just like the way that my life had gone at that point. Cause it's like the breakup happened. And then I went on the trip with my boys. We went to Colorado and like, it was just like, uh, I mean, it was even like hard for me to like have fun mm. during that whole thing. Um, which still, like, looking back, I had a great time. I just wish that, like, I wouldn't have been so caught up on that breakup at right. that moment. It was just so fresh for me, and it was so, um, it just, uh, it shook loose a lot of things that I, like, had no idea about myself. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of the things that, you know, uh some of like my weak points and stuff that I like, I wasn't even cognizant of, like, yeah. I didn't even know that like I had been acting a certain way. Um, and, and not to put like, you know, put myself on blast or anything, <laughs> but it was like, it was just a huge eye opener, you yeah, know? It and was so, a reality check. And, and then, you know, right after that, I moved to Manhattan yep. and I just started this job. Um, and you know that was all fine and dandy and then couple like a month after that i turned 21 um and uh yeah i mean i just um i don't know i was drinking a lot i wasn't really like doing much with my life as a like work go to the gym yeah uh and doing all that so i mean coming off of that and you know really the last like two months for me have been really tough, you know, uh, just mentally. And, and I think I kind of touched on that when we were having dinner, but it was mm-hmm. like, 
just not having any fun, you know, and yeah. not uh, feeling like you're getting like the experience of like your 20s, where which I think is mm. like sort of um, it's just like that should be like all you're doing is going out and having <laughs> fun and like, you know, just trying to keep yourself afloat and like yeah. get yourself in trouble and learn some <laughs> shit. And so I don't know, man, it was um, 22, you know. I mean, I've only been 22. I turned 22 last month. Yeah. Um, I'd say it's good for the most part because I'm uh, trying to um, get my shit together a little bit. Dude, that's that's just part of that's part of it. And I feel like a big thing is for you for you is that I think you hit a reality check, and then you just didn't have time to process it. And you know, by the time it hit you, it was the, the speed you were going at. There was just no stopping. And it was just one thing after the other after the other, and it just kept piling, piling, piling. And there was just no way for you to just break things down and just breathe. Um, which is, you know, it's hard to do because, you know, at, the, you know, from 18 up, the, s- the speed of life is incrementally just so fast than it ever was. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's, you're just forced to. Because if you don't, you literally die. <laughs> Yeah, if you stop aging, you are dead. Yeah, so like that's just how it, it's scary, and I think that's it, that's something they don't nobody teaches you, and nobody prepares you for, and that's why some people go through it so differently. Some people just fly by, and it's you know the early twenties are a breeze. Some people have a really shitty time. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's, that's just it sucks, dude. Yeah, I mean you know it's like, and and it's all part of life. Like yeah. you know you just keep it moving, and right. that's that's all you can do. Right. But that's um, easier said than done. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you know, I think the the hardest part is, like, when you're having no fun mm-hmm. and you don't know anybody mm-hmm. and you're, like, in a shitty mind state already because, like, shit didn't go your way. Yeah. Um, And, you know, all of that stuff that just sort of compounded, for me, it was, like, um, in, like, I, I was working this job. I knew exactly when it was going to end. Mm-hmm. So like, I was just sort of like, I'm just going to be like this worker bee who like goes and then returns home and wakes up and does it again for 10 months. And so that's yeah. what I pretty much did. Um, and like some things good came out of that. Like I, I hit a wall in December where mm-hmm. I was like going to the gym, like three times a week, maybe. Mm-hmm. And like just half assing it. Yeah. And then one day I was like, all right, I'm going to go, every day this week and just see where it goes and so i did that and then i was like this is it this is (laughs) the way to stay consistent for me is to just go every day you don't have to think about it you don't have to think all right what am i doing is it is it legs is it this that it's like you just go just back to back to back line it up take like one or two rest days and you're good and that was for me the best thing to come out of that uh that time was just getting that consistency and seeing the results in the gym for me, it was like, all right, I am capable of making a positive change in my life. Mm. And that was like the biggest thing. It goes so much further than just going to the gym. Yeah. I think, do you think of what helped with that was just routine? I or think just, it was something outside of work that, it just, that was just helped you, you know, with your, with your mental health. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it it cut back my drinking a lot. 
Uh, that, that, that's so, a good thing. There's that. They don't let you drink at the gym. I don't know if anybody. <laughs> I, I don't know a gym. Knows, gyms, knows that. Yeah. But um, they don't let you drink at the gym. So that cut that back for me for a little bit. And then, you know, it's like you start to see progress, whether that's, you know, putting up an extra rep right. or moving the weight mm-hmm. up a little bit, or maybe you're just yeah. looking a little bit better. Um, maybe you just feel yeah. a little bit stronger. And so it's like, it's like these incremental little things that are like showing you that you, you are doing better. And, uh, so that's like, that's everything, you know, that's, um, like I said, it's like, it's about showing yourself that you're capable of making a positive change in your life. Yeah. You know, no matter what your goal is. And I think, I think everybody needs that outside of work. Cause even if you, even if you love your job, work is still work. Mm-hmm. And you still need things outside of it, um, like going to the gym, other hobbies, to to help with that, to help with your head. Because if it's just work, 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 I promise you, even if you love it and like that's your dream job, shit's still gonna feel like work. Yeah, <laughs> it's a sad thing to say, but like that's just the reality of it. Well, I mean, you know, that's it's like. A non-negotiable is like yeah. getting up and going to work. It's like, I mean, unless you are like a stripper or something, you can be like, I don't, that's, that's true. Like my, my, yeah. I'm, I'm friends with a stripper. She's just like, I don't want to go to work today. So she doesn't, she, I mean, yeah. she can make like a grand, some other night of the week and be good to go. Right. But, um, I mean, even outside, even if you have like these new, you know, like you gen- have to enjoy your life even, yeah. Even with these Gen Z jobs, OnlyFans, you know, um, street streaming stuff, stuff like that. Playing video games for a living, like you still have to. There's still like life outside of a hobby or outside of you know what it is you like you do. So, yeah, that's my opinion yeah. on that. And I think you, everybody should do that. I mean, you you definitely are somebody who has like a lot of creative outlets. Um, I try. You've got Luft. <laughs> You've got Joy Luck Radio. You've yeah. got there's something someplace, someplace some, along someplace, the way. Someplace along yeah, the man. Way. I think it's I so. Mean, you know, do you consider those hobbies, or do you consider that like a little bit more of a serious thing than just like no? Or is it just pure enjoyment? Like I know. That, well, yeah. we've talked about this yeah. before. We you, have. You've been like, I just do it because I fucking love it. Yeah, and I think that's. I think some. Some things you should definitely take seriously, but I think, you know, at this point in time, early 20s, I like, like we said, I think we just enjoy what we do. And I think that's like the whole mentality behind everything I do. It's like, I like working on these different projects and like, it's, it's, I, all of this stuff is like a creative outlet for me. And I think that's how it always will be. You know, what's up Kobe from 20 years. I hope it's that, I hope it's that way. (laughs) But Yeah. yeah, like it's all literally, it's all journals diaries creative outlets like expressions like that's all it is to me it's nothing i'd never do it for other people or you know to for it to get me somewhere it's literally just to keep me alive yeah (laughs) and i think exactly like going to the gym and reading books and all this i think you need this kind of stuff even if you don't think you do (laughs) yeah i mean Cause I promise you can't be happy just off of making money. Even if like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I make, I make pretty decent money at my job now and it's like not, 
I mean, it's easy. Right. And it's, um, you know, it, it affords me to like do the stuff that I want to yeah. do, but it's not. And I mean, it's a great, no. it's like an insane job for me to have. Oh like, no, no. Money is, money is a great thing, but it's like, it, yeah. it doesn't, it's not fulfilling. No, I don't think I've, I mean, maybe working at Baldwin was like maybe <laughs> the most fulfilling job. And even then it was Shout like, out. it was not, uh, yeah, I just have to mention it every 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could have um, worked there. Oh, dude, that would have been so fun. Dude, that would have been nice. You're you're closer than I am too. You didn't. You wouldn't have to do the yeah, I was, forty minute pilgrimage that I would do yeah, every day just I, to go uh, to work. My first job was Old Navy. That was the only retail job that I work. I would love to work for you know clothing brand of some sort, but you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, continue. <laughs> no, uh, I don't even. Yeah. So like, other than that, I don't think I've ever had like a fulfilling job. You mm. know. Yeah. Um, I've had jobs that are a lot more bearable than others that yeah. are like, you know, like I worked at a, like a gym and like yeah. a Mexican restaurant when mm-hmm. I was uh, like 18. Yeah. And dude, I was so fucking depressed. <laughs> like at those jobs, like like they did what they dude, had to do. But like, oh, praise my those, gosh, yeah, praise man. retail and restaurant workers, man. And health care like that shit's I couldn't do that shit. No. Yeah. Shit's no. Yeah. So, yeah, where do you, in, like, 10, 20, like, where would you, what would you want to be doing? This doesn't, this is no way, like, a finite answer, like, oh, this is, like, if you don't, if you're not doing this, then, like, you failed at life. This is, at this point in time, with your current, you know, how you live life, what's your hypothesis on where you would be? Oh, man. I, you know what, I've had this, uh, this, like, realization a long time ago Mm. that i could never imagine myself doing one thing yeah and having that be my thing mostly because like i'm i feel like i'm self-aware enough to know that like you'll get bored (laughs) i'm not gonna well i'll get bored but also like i'm not gonna be like the same person the best oh at like whatever it is like i don't i don't think i'm gonna be the greatest that ever was to do you know shoe designs or Mm. whatever But it's like I could be pretty damn good at a lot of different stuff. And I think that sounds a lot more fulfilling for me. It's a very mature Um, answer. And so, I mean, to like close is like the end goal is to do something with clothes. And I I have an idea of like what that is, but um, it's. It's uh, in order to make the stuff that I would want to make in mm-hmm. the way that I would want to make it, it would be so time consuming <laughs> and so expensive that it's like Dude. that's just something that is going to be a dream until uh, like I have the means to make it a reality. And, you know, just sort of uh, whenever it's time, like yeah. whenever it's time, like people are, uh, you know, interested in like yeah. getting the shit that I want to do. Um so I'd like to do something with clothes. That would be the, um, that's like sort of like the, yeah, the nucleus of like what <laughs> I would want to do. That's yeah. And I hear you. Um, that's good. man. But other than that, like maybe, I mean, I would like to do something with movies. I've always loved Dude, movies. Yes. I mean, movies that were huge for me, yep. like growing up oh, and just dude. like, even in high school, man, like me and my buddy, we would like, yeah. he was a big movie guy. He wants hell to be a yeah, director. Man. Dude, hell yeah. So he, um, we awesome. would, we would just watch these movies and just be like yes. enamored by it. Yes. So I would love to work on a movie. 
I'd love to write a script at some point um, for a movie. Yes. All um, of it, man. All of it. Yeah. So um, I'd like to do that a little bit. Um, trying to think, man. I mean. There's a lot to do, man. There's a lot to do. There's a lot that I would like to do. I mean. Plenty of time. Traveling. <laughs> yep. Hiking. Doing that <laughs> stuff more. Yeah. Uh, where would you, uh, what would your environment, where would you live at? In 10 years. Where would you want to be at? 10, 20 years, you know, who knows? When are we going to New York? <laughs> That's the dream. That's the question right Is there. Is that going to be in the next 10 years? Dude, it, it could be. It could be, dude. You know, New York's my end goal. As soon as I get there, I have officially, like, that's that's a big check mark off my list. And, like, dude, we'll get a factory. We'll get uh, we'll get the studio in there. That was That's, like, your buying your first pair of jays moment when you know that, <laughs> that you is, made it is that is buying my first pair of jays yeah yeah that is that, that that would be when i am living in like a an apartment in like soho well the dream is like a loft in soho that sounds just outrageous to think about but i think it's very important for to discuss your dreams even like even if like the the intention is not to uh, this sounds like controversial to say or like you know counterintuitive it's probably the right verbiage verbiage that you know a dream is something that you want to obtain right but i in my you know if my 20 years of living and me being and i'm a dreamer i have a lot of fucking goals and like aspirations as, as most of you know is that i realized that you know it's okay to have a dream and it's not want it's not something you are looking to obtain it's just a dream and I think that's okay to do. Obviously, there are other dreams that, like, and dreams and, like, goals that you should be, you know, chasing. But I think it's important to have, like, this grand overlord just to always keep moving forward, even if you don't end up reaching it. Because I feel like the day that you you stand still and you're, and you're not just moving forward is then that's where you, that's where things get counterproductive and that's where things get unhealthy. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting concept, I know. So it's like it's like shoot for pers- whoa, shoot for <laughs> perfection and settle for excellence type thing. Or is it Maybe more it's... just like is it more just like cuz like when you said that the mm-hmm. first thing that I thought was like your goals are going to change mm-hmm. as you like get yeah. older and become right. a different person, right. more stuff like yeah, pro- takes priority. Is that sort of what you mean? Yeah. Or do you mean it's like But also it's just having this it's it's having a a goal that doesn't necessarily yeah see it's an interesting concept and I'm not sure if I wrapped my head around it but it's you know it's just and I'm sure maybe in 10 20 years I'll figure it out and I have a lot of you know ideas like this that just don't make sense <laughs> but they make sense in my head yeah um sometimes yeah. it's just hard to put words to thoughts yeah and I, maybe it doesn't even make sense and I think that's maybe might be part of it. Um, but yeah, it's just basically having something that you're always chasing. Um, and there's no, you know, and it's, of course you just want to, you want to get it, but you're, it's there for you to keep chasing. Um, you know, it's not there for you to grab and then cherish and then, you know, happy, happily ever after. It's there for you to, inevitably reach a point in your life where 
yeah, I've done everything I've wanted to do. And then, yeah. And then you're happy. It sounds dangerous to me, man. <laughs> it's scary. That yeah. sounds dangerous. <laughs> I, I listened to a podcast. Yeah. Um, this guy had written this book. His name mm-hmm. is Greg McEwen. He was on mm-hmm. the Art of Manliness podcast. Okay. Which was which is another like I would read the art of manliness when I was like twelve and like (laughs) wanted to just like be a lumberjack and like you were ahead you were ahead of your time, I very (laughs) ahead of my time. I was like trying to yeah I was like you were like trying to be a man already. You're like fuck this teenager shit, bro. I'm like reading stuff (laughs) online like how to be a man. Man's was shaving his face when he didn't have a beard yet. Yeah, I was just (laughs) trying to expedite the product. And ten years later, I still don't have a beard, but. No, his podcast is really good. Okay. I think Brett McKay is a really smart guy. Okay. But he had this author on, and um, he wrote this book called uh, Fuck What. <laughs> he wrote this book. He, uh-huh. he had two books. One of them was okay. called Essentialism. Okay. Which is about um, you know taking the things that are important in your life mm. and um, just like how to divert your energy to get where you need to be like put your energy in in the places that matter okay um it's a pretty easy concept to understand and it sounds like rudimentary when you're talking about it but hearing him speak about it he did an amazing job um and one of the things that he said he had a great anecdote to go along with this too um he said that you should always have like a when you set out to do something you should have a clear idea of what done looks like Mm. So um, the example he used was this Swedish king in whatever year, in like the early 1900s, I think, wanted to build the greatest warship that the world has ever seen. So at first it was going to be 126 cannons along one side in one row, and then uh, then he changed it. It was going to be like 97 cannons in two rows, and then commissioned all these statues for it and it basically never got fully completed by the time that they had set it out to sea they invited okay. all of these like international uh, uh i guess at that time they're like instagram influencers before yeah, there's yeah. instagram <laughs> what's 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 the word i'm looking for international dignitaries i, I feel like i'm using that word very wrong <laughs> anyway he uh, invites all these people out, and they're yeah. um, watching this thing go, and it sinks a quarter mile from the shore oh. um, because it hadn't been tested, and they had no real um, they had no real end goal in mind. So it was never finished. It was just a constant, constant work, and because of that, it didn't even uh, didn't even make it to its its final purpose, which was to be a sick ass warship hmm. so um yeah okay. i mean i think it's uh you know i like the idea that like you're always chasing something yeah. but i think that it's like the carrot in front of the yeah, donkey's yeah, yeah. face you know it's <laughs> like if you're just constantly chasing it and you never get it like right. you know eventually you're just gonna you know tire out do something else yeah right yeah no i hear you not to just like no, no, full-on no. body your dream. No, I think I think everybody has a different mentality and you know different way of life, and that's what keeps them motivated. And you know maybe it changes, and then you know maybe you figure something out. But yeah, no, I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah, I thought that that yeah. was. Uh, no, that's nice. That was good. That was good. Yeah, 
Hopefully that's, you think that's how your mindset will be in, you know, 10, 20? You will never know, but it's interesting to think about. Man. Sometimes. Not all the time. I feel like right now I just have, like, no, I don't have, like, a clear goal set on anything, really. Which is, like, kind of alarming to hear myself say that. That's very a self-aware answer, though. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm totally this, and like yeah. I've been in this way ever since, you know, like this last semester of college. It's that I have it like nostalgia. I used to be obsessed with nostalgia and like looking back and stuff, but you know, like these days, it's very just go, 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 go. And I think that's okay for this point in time. You know, there'll be a time in my life where you know I'll look back on a lot of things, which is like the purpose of this podcast right now is just to you know have this for later, but. You know, I've been I've been in a state of mind where it's, you know, I got to do this and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this. And then, you know, and we'll see where I end up after all that. Mm-hmm. And then then we'll reevaluate after so and so years or so and so weeks or days, whatever it is, or so and so accomplishments. Mm. So that's like the the mentality of me right now. So we'll see where that is. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, I mean. It seems like you are somebody who has like a five-year plan. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like I give off, you know, I I give off uh, perceptions that aren't really, you know, because I I feel like I just do a lot. I've had this conversation with other people too. Is like I'll do, I'm doing all these different things, and so it, on the outside lo- looking in, it you know, it may look like I have my shit together, or like I know what I'm doing. In all honesty, nobody knows what they're doing. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I think that that's, like, more than acceptable for, like, the space that you put yourself in because you're constantly trying different stuff. Like, with the the Joy I mean, Luck thing, yeah. with Luft, like, with style. Like, it's just sort of like, um, I mean, it's like a an ever-evolving thing, you know? It's never a constant. Yeah, It's but- always just, like, this flowing river, right? So... Um, you're not really, uh, I don't think that you should, I don't know, man. I think you're, uh, you're like putting yourself out there and you're trying to do like different stuff that you think is cool. So it's like, if that's what your goal is, then like you're, you're achieving it. it. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I appreciate that. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I just, I never look at it like that. Right. I guess that's different because I'm not looking at it from, you know, some, I'm looking at it from myself, you know? And I'm only looking at it for the reasons that I'm doing it, um, which I guess it, it it's it sometimes can be a battle because like I'm not really, because I I like a big thing for me is like I don't give a fuck what other people think. That's why I do all this different shit, and so I think it's important. And I probably should I'll probably learn this, you know, mid twenties or you know late twenties, is that to be cognizant of you know how other shits perceived um, from the outside. Not for just, you know, their sake, but, again, for my sake, as selfish as that sounds, just as a different, you know, perspective. And that's I don't just, think that's selfish. Yeah. Some people might think that, but, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, so we'll see. Yeah. You know. But I also feel like everybody is doing their own shit, too. Like, I know, like, I have a lot of shit that I'm trying to do, but, like, so does everybody else, you and, like. So many people are just doing the same shit that I'm doing. It's just, it just looks different. Um, and so, yeah, that's why I think that's why I always think like 
my shit's not special or like anybody else is like outrageously like different i think we're all just trying to make it out of here and like do our shit do our own shit and like stay alive and like that's how i look at life yeah yeah i mean it's much cooler for you to like be actually doing that shit as opposed to me that i'm just like have this idea that's like that's like spinning in my head but i'm like i just i don't even want to try i'm telling you right now that's that's my head every single day that's part of the whole process is figuring it out internally because i promise you the more you do that the better the the prod like the final like product is gonna be Oh yeah, that's so. That's all I'm gonna tell you right now, dude. I think of like when I was 16 years old, and I thought like <laughs> owning a, a fashion brand was like the coolest thing that anybody could do dude, with their life. It's still the coolest thing. It, it's still like <laughs> the coolest thing. Um, which, yeah, fucking a right. Like it's yeah, still like if you're if you're a creative director, yeah, you're cooler than like. <laughs> you think that's else. like the, that's the title you want? That's well, see, that's the thing. Like I don't know. I don't know what it is I want to do with with clothes because I haven't I mean, yeah, done it. Like yeah. I've no, had I hear enough, you. I hear I've you. had enough jobs where I like get started and like you get excited yeah. for it and then you're just like, oh man, I'm working at a gym and <laughs> it's not really fun. But uh, so I feel like I would get it caught into that for yeah. sure. It's like you get you get started and it's like I don't know. Maybe you don't enjoy it a whole lot, and so yeah. that's kind of a deterrence for me. Is like, um. Like, let's say I was to go to fashion school or mm-hmm. something, and yeah. then I, like, start my own brand, and I'm like, I don't like this stress. This stress is not fun. <laughs> uh, then, you know, then it's, like, I don't know, wasted time, I guess. So, um, yeah. yeah, but, I mean, being, like, a creative, well, like, my, my where I was going with that is, like, when I was 16, like, being a creative director was, like, cool shit. In the yeah, world, yeah. Hands down. Doing something with clothes. But if I would have started, like, making clothes mm-hmm. yeah. when I was, like, 16, it would have been so bad. And <laughs> it's, like, understandable, right? You're 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't have for any sure, references sure. or, like, you don't you don't have, like, enough skin in the game the to really, yeah. like, you know, make something that's important. Mm, okay. Um, and so for me is, like, I think – that this brand that I want to do would be best suited if I were to actually go out there and live some life first and find like what's really yeah. compelling to me before I like tried to exactly, go out and make exactly, it. Exactly, man. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, dude, just keep it in here as long as you can. Cause I promise you when you finally flush it out, it's going to be exactly when you want it. Right. Cause like, yeah. So that's one avenue of thinking. And then the other avenue is like what you were telling me, when you know we were both living in manhattan is you were like doing the luft thing is it's a 100 percent experience yep you know you learn how to do all this yep. stuff so then when like you're ready to go you're not like you know just <laughs> yeah. spinning your wheels trying to figure it out it's like you already know how to do it and that like stuck kind out of. to me so much when you told me really? that i was yeah. like i was like that makes so much sense because i was thinking <laughs> i'm like I'm going to pay all this money and like get all these blanks and make an idea and like people might not even buy it. And you're like, well, that's, that's college. It's like you're paying for the experience of doing something. Right. Yep. I said that. You said that. Damn. It stuck out to me a lot. (laughs) I remember it. 
Yeah, uh, I remember it well. That's a. I'm I'm glad that helped. No, dude. Ex- I mean, I still believe that to this day, and I think everybody. I think it's a it's a concept that's hard to grasp because I think a lot of times you know it's, you know, having you know that brand is like that's your dream, right? And like, the way the way you attain a dream is you create step by steps, and all of that leads up, to obtaining that. And, you know, the, the concept that, you know, about college and you about having a playground is that it's okay to stay at this level for as long as you want just to – it's like building up uh, enough sand to build your sandcastle. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you go – if you even if you have the plan right away, you have the blueprint, you got all the schematics, you know where to put what, if you ain't got the fucking materials to build it, it your plan doesn't fucking work. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know if that's cheesy or whatever, but, yeah, like, I think that's a good way to look at how to build up to a big project or something. And I, I and that's definitely something I've done, like, with Luft. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna end it here pretty soon because I feel like I'm in a decent spot. And I probably – I'll probably won't get to, you know, the, the brand I want, but we're, we're just going to keep incrementally building material and blocks and then eventually – you'll get to some place where you want to be. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, think about our boy Matthew Williams and the, <laughs> the, the like, shout trip out. that he took. Shout out to the boy. Well, we, I mean, what, yeah, yeah Elite. Our dear friend Matthew yeah. Williams. Um, yeah. I'm Well, no, like. What are you referring to? Ben Trill. Oh, okay, yeah. Ben Trill was, like, yeah. was, like, not, I mean, it was shout a Shout out thing. Pyrex. Yeah, Pyrex, <laughs> Ben Trill. That was, like, that era that we, yeah. like, started in. Yeah, and yeah. he 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 did that brand exactly and um it was like it it was what it was it was like a streetwear mm-hmm. brand yeah. it definitely wasn't like to the level of something like elix's yeah. or even like think about it. like he went from doing that to being the creative director of Givenchy there you go and um I'm telling you man like i mean that's you know i like that analogy that's like you can stay in this space yeah and it's like you might be making something, but in the back of your mind, you're like, all right, whenever I get enough mm-hmm. dinero to yeah. make that really cool thing, I'm yes, going to make that really cool yes, thing. Yes, sir. I think that that's, you know, and, and that's kind of where the, the conflict is. Yeah. Like, I want to make the coolest shit ever, like, right yeah. out of the gate. Yeah. Even though I know it would benefit me to make, like, something that has, like, some stu- sustenance and importance to it mm. that's maybe not, like, the the magnum opus of like what I want right, to do. Right. Um, so no, I mean, I've, yeah, I think that that's great, man. I like that yeah. analogy a lot. I think that hopefully that gets us both to the place we want to be and you know, how many years, how many decades it is. I don't think there's a, I don't think there should be a rush, but you know, yes, yeah. maybe we'll get there sooner than we want. Maybe we we'll get there a little bit later. Um, that's life. <laughs> do you know that, uh, you know, Philip Lim, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, 3.1. Yeah, yeah. Is like his, was how old he was when he started. He was 30. What? He was 31. Oh, shit. I did not know that. Philip That's actually sick. No, I just, he added the period in there, I guess. Yeah. But to like, make it look cool. Yeah. To make it fashion. <laughs> to make it fashion, dude. Yeah. But, I mean, um, do you have a name? Give me a name before we conclude oh, this. Oh, shit. A name of what? Of your, of your shit. Of your. Do you have a name? I'm sure you've thought about names. I that's like the first thing. I have. Um, if, if you don't want to throw it out, you don't. You don't have to throw it out. But you can throw. It. Nobody's gonna take it. 
Somebody might somebody <laughs> might take it, dude. Nobody's, nobody's going to listen to this. So, um, if you take it, I will help you buy it we'll back. Fight for <laughs> it. I'll fight for it. I um I went to war against the guy who had Hodson as his Instagram handle. And oh, okay. I really tried to get his account taken down so that I could have it at. <laughs> Damn, you went to the measures of reporting him. That was. Would you want it to be time. your name though? Because attaching no, no, no. a brand to your name is a big thing. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I, I don't think I would want to do that. You wouldn't name it Luke Hodson. No, okay. no. My LLC is Hodson's <laughs> LLC for my for 1099. <laughs> People read it all the time. They're like, "This is the dumbest <laughs> shit." <laughs> like you couldn't come it's up right. with anything. No, dude, name naming is tough. Like, yeah, I've I've thought of a bunch of names. Yeah. Um, the one that like really sort of um like feels very fitting and feels like it could be uh you know something that would like lend itself well well to like mm-hmm. all the shit that I want to do. Yeah, is jovial. 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 Okay. So jovial is like an in I mean I'm sure people have heard of it but yeah. it's like uh it's just like a uh like a youthful yeah. playful joy. Okay. Um and so that joy. that one really that one I really hear, like I hear you man. sort of stuff and it's not it's sort of as um strange cuz it's like I'm not like the most cheery, you know, <laughs> jolly guy. In the world, but it's like the pursuit of happiness, right? You know, that's kind of like the base layer for the brand. That's like the, would you say that's like the zeitgeist? Mm. Or have uh, that's some, that's definitely still something you gotta you're still working. I just think it should be like this warm. Yeah. I mean, I think the name like it's something that like yeah, the brand could really like take over, and it wouldn't mm. really. Um, I don't know. And then I've also thought of like the sportswear thing be like yeah jv oh shit joe jovial junior varsity okay okay dude i really felt like i'm putting (laughs) putting my ideas out there with that one like i thought that was pretty fucking good we'll bleep it if we need to but i promise you nobody's gonna take your (laughs) in 10 years when i finally start my brand it's already (laughs) yeah it's already taken we'll go back and we'll bleep it out i promise you nobody's gonna take it no i don't i don't think it's (laughs) probably not a good idea (laughs) (laughs) hey just i'm telling you bro just keep work like just workshop that shit and like it's gonna figure because I'm like, I'm still I've done this love shit and like I've always talked about this bigger brand I'm gonna do and I'm still workshopping that. Yeah, like, dude, it's it takes forever. I promise yeah. you, because you but want it to be. It's like your baby, right? You want it to be, you know, what you envision it. Yeah. And so I just want it to. Um, I think whatever I want to make, like yeah. it, it's like there there was like four pillars to like what I really wanted to do. Um, oh, and I've shit. forgotten like two of them, so <laughs> you gotta go find those. I gotta, I, I gotta dig them up somewhere. Yeah. Um, but like, I think were the they just clothes... like codes to live by, or like what were they? What, what do you mean by <laughs> no? It wasn't that important, oh, okay. I, or I wouldn't have forgotten. Oh. Them. <laughs> um, <Facts>. It was <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like, um, just you know, like utility. Right, right. Okay, I got you. Sustainability. I got you. I got you. Um, what were the other ones? Just like form mm-hmm. okay so like the way it looks i hear you i hear you and then um oh man i don't know but those those were the those are three so i got i, I got no, three no. out of four i dig it i dig so it. i want it to be like something that serves a purpose mm. 
right? So it's got like a real functional purpose that mm-hmm. if you wanted like I don't know. I want to do like some serious field testing with whatever Dude. I make and like give my shit to like concrete construction workers <laughs> and just let them like tear this shit up and like see how it holds. Yo, Gore-Tex, bang my boy's line. Yeah, let me do some <laughs> field testing. Um, but no, it's like, you know, so it serves like a function. Yeah. But then it's also got, you know, whether the way it's cut or the way it looks aesthetically is yeah. also, you know, providing some value to okay. the brand and the product. Okay. And as well as, you know, just having like that sustainable. Yeah. As, as like, we should, you know, and I forward. don't, I don't even like, I think about that. It's like made to order. Just do yeah. it, do it made to order, put yeah. out One like a ones. catalog and yeah. well, put out a catalog and it's yeah. like, all right, we're going to do this many, um, yeah. units yeah. You know, if you want one, like throw your name in the hat and we'll, we're going to make exactly that much, yep. you know, that way there's no excess. It's just like everybody gets what they want. And mm-hmm. it's not like you're, you know, trying to like nickel and dime and like get everything back for like something that sat on the shelves forever and ever. Yeah. And it's just like you're um, just like I think that that's the most sustainable thing is like yeah. make it I for agree. somebody who wants it, not for trying to convince people that they want it (laughs) right you know but it's a it's a very lofty goal i would really like i mean obviously this is bound to change as we move around oh for sure see different places exactly the end goal would be to have like everything made 50 miles from kansas city that sounds that sounds awesome man like grown yep and milled Milled, and woven and manufactured. You want it, in so Kansas you want City. it. Out, you want it based in Kansas City. I want it based in Kansas City. Kansas City does need a brand. I'm gonna be honest. Rip Baldwin. <laughs> that was rest in peace. That was the one. Yeah, but they. I don't think they were getting their shit produced here, though. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. They weren't like they weren't like yeah locally making stuff. Yeah, but, but they were representing Kansas City. I hear you. I hear you on that front. They were here. The jeans dude, that I'm wearing I will, now dude, have KC I will, on them love to see you be like the face of KC. Yeah. That's all you, man. You take this. Yikes. You take her, man, and you I'll see you at I'll see you at Paris Fashion Week. Maybe I should uh <laughs> get on Instagram and learn how to face tune before I become <laughs> the, the dude, face of anything. Bro. You'll be you'll be good, dude. Just as long as you're jawed up, bro. People are gonna be like, yeah, that's the fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> I heard creative creative directors even, they don't really like they don't really show out yeah i feel like like, yeah i'm definitely i've talked about this like if i get famous like i'm definitely not gonna be a very outwards i'm already like not a very outward guy like i have my brands but i'm not super like social on social media and stuff so i'll definitely just be like have my shit and just let that you know carry its wave and you know its attention and then i'll just I'm going to chill out. You don't want to be like the face that people I, think I of. I definitely don't want to be the face. I'll have le- I'll let the brand and you know the clothes speak for itself. And, yeah. You know. That's kind of the thing and that's kind of like the fine line is like you want to be a spokesperson for the shit that you do if right. it's what you really believe in. But then it's also like you don't want to accidentally become famous and then exactly. have to, you know, I, I mean, mean, the I'm brand sure is based on that. you. Yeah. No, there's so many different things like factors that go into it. And like, I'm sure we'll figure it out, but, but I know what you mean. It's like, you want the art to speak for itself. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want me to become the brand. I want the brand to become the brand. 
Yeah. So and it's 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 a, I don't know. It's you, nobody knows how to do that shit. There's no formula. So. Yeah, I mean those like um, those three things that I mentioned that yeah. I thought were important. I think that that's just to. Um, it's a good base. That's a good like foundation of what to build off of. Painting with broad strokes. Yeah, right? so you can sort of like. I think that's the palette. You're gathering the palette, and, I, and I'm sure you know I'll, we'll have a good talk. I can talk to you about you know actually f- getting a good start. You know, ground base, and you know maybe doing some first step things. Um, and I'd love to do that with you. But yeah, oh, dude, yeah. it's a it's a process, long fucking process, man. And yeah. it's just you just gotta be patient. You just gotta be in it for the long haul. If you're doing this shit for a quick, you know, money return or you know, impressionistic thing or for followers, like bro, you're not in it. You're not gonna make it. You're not gonna make yeah. it one day. Out no, here, I promise you. I think I've established <laughs> I'm not after followers, yeah. and that this is going to be a slow oh, process. Yeah, that's just how it is. We'll, like, we'll get there, man. Like, yeah, I mean, I can only imagine, because like, if I want to do it all in Kansas City, it's going to be moving like at the pace of the one seamstress <laughs> oh, that like dude. lives in town, <laughs> you know. So it's like, yeah, that's going to make stuff slow, and then you know, plants have to grow and. So you can chop them down and make fabric out of Facts. it. Um, yeah, that's a it's a endeavor, man, and I am like here for it, dude. Like that shit sounds amazing. Yeah, we need that in this city. I think it would be sick. I think, um, I mean, yeah, like why why not? Exactly, why not? Um, dude, yeah, jovial, jovial. There it is. You heard it here. TBD. I actually don't take it, dude. Copyrighted. Yeah, this is trademarked. We're, we're trademarking. It's it already right trademarked. Now. I'm yeah. on my phone looking up how to trademark <laughs> it at it's, the moment. It's been trademarked, so I don't even try. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's. I got it online. In all honesty, it, you'll probably name it something else. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I've had that. You, you idea. stuck on Jovi? Okay. I've had that idea rolling around in my head okay. for a while. I had some really dumb shit that I wanted okay. to name. I it mean, for, for my long. brand, I've had this. I've had the name for it too forever. Yeah, um, you're not gonna give it up though. Nah. <laughs> no. Yeah. There I'm you not, go. I'm not. The um, um. I actually no. I had a. I had an idea. I actually went to church for the first sh- time in a long time. Um, good um, for you. Yeah, I know. I wish I could. I was sitting there and I was trying to pay attention, and I had a really. I had an idea, and I think that the idea could be big. There you go. I think that in the idea ch- damn, you had could be big. Church. I did. I had wow. God came down and bestowed <laughs> this great idea. He said, Luke, jovial. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, no, something, no, it's something different. Know, it's not yeah, a clothing yeah. brand, you, but it's something you. It's something in the same sphere. It would be more of like a, um, uh, like a, I don't even know what you would call it. Basically, like, I want to make something that connects, like, pattern makers and manufacturers and, uh, you know, mills mm-hmm. and all of that. I want to make something that puts all of that stuff in one place so that if you want to make clothes, you can go in and you can look and you can go, you know, all right, this was made in North Carolina. Mm. This is like this ounce. Yeah. This is, or this is that weight. Yep. You know, it's denim that was grown here. And like, you can check all of it out and put it all in one place. So then you're just like, boom, got that. Then, you know, my manufacturer is here. <laughs> You know, you can just figure it all out yeah. in one place to make it 
make it nice and easy. That's all. Now, that's not very sustainable. I understand that, but no, we got to chase this bag before we're going to make some <laughs> slow ass fashion. Dude, that's no, that's awesome, man. That, I think that's like the, that's a, that's a dream for any like 16 year old designer right there. <laughs> Just have all of it. Like I would kill for something like that when I was younger. Wouldn't, I mean, you probably know a lot more about like, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. That shit's like a fever dream, but dude, I would love to see that happen. If you could do that, I'm all for it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would be sick. Um, Just the current I, industry right now. The the name hard. I have is a lot cooler than. Gildo. Oh yeah, don't put that one out because no. I I like that idea. I think that idea would like could change the world. Yeah, I mean, Jovial could change the world too. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying Jovial's you know. not gonna change the world. <laughs> Who knows, man? Jovial's gonna make like some virgin really happy that he's getting like some he's crazy gonna make some like sophomore kid like made in the heart of America yeah, like, like craftsman pants. Hey, that, bro, I'm rocking Jovial. What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna make him happy, and hey, then man. we will have sold one unit. And bro, I will see you at Paris Fashion Week. I promise. Okay. So that's gonna be that's gonna be the vibes, and we're gonna drink up, we're gonna party. Hopefully, Virgil's not around anymore. Damn, <laughs> no Virgil. I'd rather hang out with Virgil than Matthew Williams. What? Yeah. All right, we I might we we might have to end it here, bro. This is crazy. Team Virgil, bro, bro. Off white is trash. True, true. <laughs> but you know what? I grew up on that shit, so it's got sentimental I mean, it, value. It do, I did grow up on that too, but like, nah, I don't even care about that stuff anymore. He's just Virgil's not good anymore. All right, are we wrapping it? I think so. I mean, is there anything? This is cheesy too, but I mean, is there anything you want to like leave yourself ten, fifteen, twenty years from now? We're sitting here Man. at uh in front of La Fluente. Yeah. Um, no, we're in the studio. This <laughs> studio is just my Honda Element. Yeah, yeah, we're in the <laughs> we're in your old Honda Element, just in Legends, out in uh, out in Kansas, wherever we might be. A message to my s- older self. Yep. Holy shit. Um, you know what? I didn't even think I was gonna make it this far, to be <laughs> honest. When I was like sixteen, I could never imagine myself being twenty-two years old. Um, and you're probably gonna say the same shit when you're thirty. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to peak at like 55. Damn. Yeah. Hell I think yeah. when I turn 55, Hell I'm yeah. going to be a badass motherfucker. Hell yeah, man. Hell Here's yeah. hoping. But then, you know, <laughs> on the other hand, it's like I might don't think I'm going to make it that far. Hmm. Who knows? Uh, a message to my older self in 10 to 15 years. Um, don't do what you've been doing for the last year. Mm. Keep it moving. Keep moving. Find some new shit. Yes, sir. Remember the things that are important to you. Do some new shit. Um. Live, laugh, love. Live, <laughs> laugh, and love. Nice. Boom. Boom, there it is. Thank you guys for listening. Luke, it's been a pleasure, man. I know the saying. The last time I talked to you. But, uh, it was a good talk. I hope not. It won't be. <laughs> All right, sick. Peace and love.